And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me, I have Seen Invaders here with me. Say hello to everybody. How's it, how's it going? Happy to be here. And today we're actually doing our predictions for season four of Ozark. This show has been one of my favorite shows to actually review. I actually reviewed season three back in 2020 during the pandemic and everything. So now I'm excited to actually talk about season when we get into season four on Wednesday. But yeah, I thought the way that they ended season three was just a shocker about the, how they ended it. Yeah, and speaking of how long it's been since the last time, I'm happy that we're doing this prediction episode first because people are going to binge it so fast, and then and then what? Then you got to wait who knows how long for, for part two of season four. So it's good to you know kind of get into it slow, give predictions on what we think is going to happen, and then, like you said, we'll, we'll find out on Wednesday when we do the, the full review of the, of the season. Exactly. It's going to be interesting on how close we predicted and maybe some of those things actually came true or how far away from the predictions that we actually did that didn't come true. But still, yeah. the way it goes, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this. But the way that season three had ended was basically Navarro winds up shooting the lawyer uh, to Marty Burr. And that was something I was not expecting at the very end because remember what Hector, remember what Navarro says? He's like, you have to prove to me that I can trust you. What makes you, and you don't even trust your own wife. What makes you think that I can trust you? And so somehow or another, Marty winded up making, gaining some trust with him. And yeah. so that, that was amazing. Yeah, uh, that caught me totally by surprise. Whenever I see a death scene like that, that's just, you know, out of left field, it always brings me back to The Departed when uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was killed walking out of the elevator. And it was, right. you know, that same type of what just happened. You know, Helen Helen Pierce, she was, she was a major player with the cartel. But they decided to go with Marty, Marty Bird instead of her because one of them had to go. Right, and, and I crazy. wasn't expecting right, and not only that, but Helen was actually doing a lot of shady stuff, making it look like Marty was a rat, and also wanted to take the uh, deal whenever he wasn't going to try and take the deal. So the way her and Ben, which is actually Marty's sister's brother, uh, and Ben, he was trying to go on ahead. He was sleeping with Ruth, and also too, Ruth is trying to go on ahead and be pretty much the right-hand man to the lawyer and also to cartels. And now it's going to be interesting on how that actually plays out with Ruth. Because remember, right. she was going to, right. I'm thinking that with Ruth, she's going to be wondering what happened to Helen altogether. And she thinks that she has this wonderful life at this farm now with her brother. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. And then she's kind of in bed with Darlene too, because Darlene went and shot the mobster for him for when no one else was really going to do anything about it. Because that guy was an asshole to her all along. But it's it's funny you bring up Ben, man, because he was so good last season. And mm -hmm. the the thing that Ozark has done in season one and season two with Roy Petty, his character was fantastic. But they end up killing him off. And then Ben, they bring him in. Fantastic. He gets killed off. So they have like weight to them that you feel those deaths when they happen. And I'm wondering who the next one's going to be. That's what tough. I'm wondering. And here's the thing. I can probably see maybe Marty getting killed and the wife yeah. taking over. That's what I'm thinking. 
because yeah, it's only uh, a matter of time before Marty keeps undigging himself to the point where, you know, he can't undig himself anymore. Right. So we got season four, part one, and then season four, part two, and then that's it. Right. Right. I, I would imagine Marty will die before it's all said and done. And I think Wendy will live. And I think Ruth will live. I hope she lives. She's my favorite character. You know, what about Darlene, but, though? Darlene's crazy. I could, I don't know, man. She's such a loose cannon. She's such a like she'll kill anyone, and she has no hesitations of of pulling the trigger. As far as this season, I could see her getting taken out this season. That that could be that could be one of the major de- deaths. Maybe the the cartel doesn't like what she's doing, or there's something that that goes bad with them, but. I, I could see her definitely kicking the bucket this season. What about you? I could probably see her kicking the bucket, but she's going to go out um, like a champ, though, because she's just tough as nails. She's a total oh, yeah. badass. She doesn't take no shit from anybody. And one thing I like about Ozark is women of power and women yeah. that are strong. And that's what I love about the writing in this show. And to see her, Darlene will be, to be honest with you, she'll be the one that actually goes out and with guns blazing, to be honest. But I could see the cartel probably killing her in order to get Ruth back on track with doing money laundering for them. Yeah, I mean, that's a major plot point this season because Ruth is not on good terms with Marty right now. He doesn't trust him at all because of what happened with Ben. You know, they were they were falling in love, essentially, and he, he was just taken from her. So she was going to leave before she got that deal with Darlene. So that's definitely a plot point I could see happening. I could see the cartel like, look, we want, we want to work with Ruth. So we're going to have to take out Darlene. I could see that happening. I could see that too, sadly, because and everything, but you know, not without a fight, you know, but you know, with Marty, I remember whenever I did the review with ACS during uh, the pandemic and everything for, for the last season, I said that I'm thinking that Marty might actually be like having like a Godfather kind of ending where maybe he winds up losing his family and then dying Mm. in the house of basically the way that I see it is his house is empty. He has everything. He gets out of the cartel and he pays the price for getting out of the cartel, which is being empty, being without his family and either his whole family dies or his whole family leaves him and he just dies in the villa kind of thing like uh godfather three and it's kind of like breaking bad too right he had he had more than enough money to to leave but he kept going and he ended up dying alone so yeah i could i could see that too i mean there are parallels between breaking bad and ozark except the family's all in in on it on ozark they all know about it there's there's no secrecy to it at all which is a really cool plot point i think because i think the kids take it really they're, they're they're very mature for their age the kids they're growing on the kids definitely do like the old the son he at first he's kind of shocked by it but then he's like you know what i'm gonna help my dad out too and remember in season two he's like well i'm gonna help you money laundering money through dummy accounts and get it clean through a switz account therefore it doesn't look like that we're doing anything illegally it's like you said we're cleaning we're sponging and then we're giving it over to the cartels so he's helping money laundering we have the daughter who's doing off the wall shit though, who yeah wants to, wanted to get emancipated uh, and everything, and then also too not wanting to live under Marty's rules or the mother's rules and guidelines. And 
you know, it was just really bad for, I, I just didn't yeah. really, she did a lot of stupid shit last season. And it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it Jonah, the son that pulled a gun on Helen because he knew what she was up to. And then she's like, Hey, I'm getting on the plane with them to go to Mexico. Like everything's fine. Uh, that, that was towards the end of the season. So like he was ready to kill her to save his family. So he's really evolving as well as a character. And, Charlotte, I'm worried about her. I'm worried about Wyatt Langmore as well, because he seems like a really sweet man. But I'm going to make a prediction here. I'll make two predictions on deaths. I think Wyatt will die saving Ruth in some way, shape, mm. or form. And I think Darlene is going to go out, like you said, like training day, like blaze of glory type of death, taken out a couple cartel members on the way, but ultimately she'll die. So they're going to be my two predictions on who dies this year, Wyatt and Darlene. I could see Wyatt dying and protecting Ruth because Ruth is pretty much the only one that believed in him from the very first season. And she wanted the best for Wyatt though. Remember she was always buying him books to read. She was always this person was his his nose was in the books and she wanted the best for him. And he also had that brother and sister connection that I really loved between the two of them. And I could see them, him protecting his sister and everything against the cartels or something winds up happening with Darlene, because don't forget people might not even like the fact that they're even doing opioids or anything like that either. So therefore mm-hmm. they, some other target might be on their backs that we don't know of. Right. And everything. I too. mean, and that's what they do every year. There's, there's a new character that turns out to be a fan favorite. Like we were talking about Ben from last season. So there's going to be someone new that comes along that has a big impact. And that's what I, that's one of the best parts about this show, the the writing, the casting, it's just perfect. I love it. I love the twists and turns. Like for instance, like we mentioned before, when of course Omar winds up shooting Helen, like I had to do a double take. Like I I remember rewinding it and playing it like three or four times. I'm like, did I just see what I just saw? I did the same thing. Because seriously, dude, it looked like it wasn't going to go Marty's way. It looked like uh, Helen was going to kill him and keep the wife safe. It looked like this whole entire thing of backstabbing. And it looked like the lawyer was going to take main control of everything and have Ruth as her right-hand woman to do everything and control everything on the Ozark level of things. Right. And I I think... The only reason they got out of it is because you remember when when Marty got that account unfrozen for the cartel. So they like they see they see his worth, but they saw that Helen was trying to get rid of the birds. So they had to make a choice. You know, Helen was a soldier for them for a long time, being a lawyer for them, doing all this type, you know, covering up dirty things. But I think they in their minds, they were like, hey, the birds are more valuable than you. Boom. And that, man, when you watch back that scene, you, you can kind of see it coming because now you know what's going to happen. But still, that was such an amazing way to end the season. Wow. Definitely. Because I didn't see it coming. And when we think we have one thing figured out with this show, they surprise us mm-hmm. with something else. And yeah, also, honestly. too, the the FBI agent's probably going to play a bigger role in this because, remember, he was supposed to go – Marty was supposed to go into protective custody right and everything too he was supposed to uh witness protection program and i can yeah. definitely see them trying to track him into where the cartels are and everything too well he he's still trying to turn her at least that's right. what he told wendy so yeah. i wonder if th- do you think he has a chance to do that 
Well, he did show some loyalty by getting her job back. Yeah. But even then, though, the, she was like, she wasn't buying it. But also, too, it also now makes it look like he fleed the scene, which also breaks the deal and everything, too. Because remember, Helen came in there uh, and everything and saying, hey, look, Marty Berger wants to make a deal and da-da-da-da-da. Now he's actually in Mexico, so now he can't even do the deal if he wanted to. It makes it look like he fled or he died. Yeah. And all things that we're going to have to see how they play out. I cannot wait to get going on this. Do you have any uh, last-minute predictions, maybe deaths, maybe maybe side stories or a new character or anything like that? I can see them possibly. Hold on. Uh, Brandy said, I don't know where we're going on. Or... Yeah, I, I said about 7 o'clock, though, babe. <laughs> That's my fiancé. But, um, okay. but, yeah, baby, I said uh, 7 o'clock and everything but it's cool uh but yeah uh, final thoughts for me though is this i'm thinking that we're going to be introduced to a new character maybe someone that is above omar as well we only see omar as like the top dog but there has to be someone above him that is yeah. maintaining and controlling everything so i wouldn't be surprised if we see that um then also too i'm thinking like you said ruth winds up uh ruth's brother winds up uh, dying. I'm also thinking that Marty winds up dying in part two. That's when his wife takes over. Okay. Probably. So that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, I could see that too. So we got a couple big deaths <laughs> lined up, whether it's part one or part two. But, you know, obviously with a show like this, there's going to be a lot more bloodshed coming our way. So I guess that's it for me for now. And uh, right. we'll be we'll be back for the for the full review what's it wednesday you're dropping yeah it? yeah wednesday eight o'clock central time nine o'clock eastern time is when all right beautiful it. and uh where can everybody follow you at if they want to go on ahead and listen to your podcast and stuff i just want to say you do a phenomenal job over at scene invaders uh all of you guys thank you do. so much thank you yeah so the podcast is called scene invaders we're scene invaders on all social media platforms and we have a website scene that's where we put up blogs and stuff like that so, yeah, it's a great community. If you guys want to check it out, please do. Uh, we're always very vocal to comments and everything like that. It, literally, if one person tells me to watch something, I'll watch it and give her a review. So, and, and we're trying to have John on uh, February 20th, I believe. So look for right. look out for that. All right. And everybody, you guys can go on and follow me underneath Movie Lovers, TV Lovers Unite underneath um, on Facebook and, of course, underneath the same brand name on Instagram and on Pinterest as well. If you'd like to get an audio-only podcast episode of our show, you can get that where you guys get your major podcasts from. Also, too, go over to Good Pods. Good Pods is basically social media for people, for uh, content creators. And also, too, if you think about it like this, even if you're not a content creator and you're just like listening to um, podcasts, it's a great place to listen to podcasts. And it's a good place to interact with us because we can actually reply to your to your comments. You can rate individual episodes. You can do all that stuff on Good Pods. So go on ahead, download the Good Pods app. It only takes a few minutes and do that. It helps Innovators out because he's also on Good Pods as well, and also helped me out as well. But also too, we also did. We're also doing a charity event with Two Blur Girls podcast with Children's of St. Jude's Hospital. So if you want to go on ahead and get yourself a Sensi, donate five to ten dollars to them. All you and all the proceeds go over to Children of St. Jude's. The link is going to be down here and below. If, but if you want to be generous and if you want to go ahead and donate to us, all you have to do is go to gofoundme.com 
forward slash movie lovers podcast. Donate five to ten dollars over there. But if you can't, I understand that's okay. A simple like, a simple share goes a long way here at Movie Lovers Night on our YouTube channel. Also, to smashing that bell in the bottom right hand corner to allow you guys to know when we have something new coming on also helps. And then all, another thing too is is this. Go on ahead, comment below. But that that's another way for people to find us and stuff too. So go on ahead, comment, rank us, do all that stuff. It's also on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts as well. Go ahead and do that as well. Then of course follow me underneath the uh, underneath Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter and then Movie Lovers Unit on TikTok as well. Then if you're a sponsor or would like to be on the show, just go ahead and reach out to me at movieloversunite at gmail.com and that's everywhere you can reach me at. And thanks again, man. I, I can't wait to dive into even deeper with this show this show has so much meat i love the cause and effect of this show this show knows what it is and knows its target audience so i can't wait to dive into it yeah me too man i'm ready i'm ready let's go binge let's do it all right man well always until next time it's been real guys it's been fun can't wait to do this again and bye-bye see ya